Good morning. I'm Donna Quinn, and for the next half hour, you'll be listening to Talk of Our Towns. Today, I am so excited to have Lexi Hallahan in the studio. Lexi is the founder and director of Northwest Women's Surf Camps, and she's going to be talking today about some brand new programs she's offering, fun and adventures in the Pacific Ocean right here on the north coast of Oregon. Good morning, Lexi. Morning, Donna. So happy to be here. Well, you're a ray of sunshine. Oh, thank you. And delighted to have you here. Um, And for those uh, members of the listening audience who may not know you, please tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, so my husband and I have lived here on the north coast for about 30 years down in Seaside. Um, I was working with Clean Line Surf Company for the first 17 years that we lived here. And we're celebrating our 15th anniversary with um, Northwest Women's Surf Camps this summer. So that's pretty much what I've been doing the last 30 years. And how did you come to surfing? Um, I came to it through my husband. I met him over in Hawaii back in the early 80s, uh, late 70s, early 80s. And he was an avid ocean man. And um, he had basically met a girl from Oregon that didn't really know how to swim even very strongly back then. And so he was really encouraged by getting me out snorkeling and wanted me to start bodyboarding and stuff. So I lived with him over there for about because we were on the North Shore over there on Oahu, maybe uh, eight years or so together. And then I came back to Oregon to practice in a dietetic internship program that was being offered in Portland. Uh, And he followed me back over and then we ended up down in Seaside. Well, surfing and the ocean is so different in Hawaii, of course. So that mm-hmm. was a great way because the waters there are warm. Mm-hmm. And did you have to wear a bodysuit when you were No, in there? Hawaii it's so, it's right. so nice. It's always in the 70s, right. you know, and stuff. So it was really right. great. But um, but it's not really a great learning environment over there because it's the North Shore of Oahu and it's kind of competitive, more uh, professional surfing, which where my husband was at the time, but I definitely wasn't. So I really didn't start pursuing surfing until I came back here. Actually, Oregon is a much better place to learn on the North Coast here than what the North Shore was offering back then. And so your husband was a surfer. You moved back here from Hawaii. Um, He certainly had been in Hawaii, and now he was back. Mm -hmm. And then you started saying, I now want to interact with the Pacific Ocean in a different way here in Oregon. And how did you learn? Uh, Well, I I photographed it for a long time. I was actually doing a lot of surf photography over on the North Shore uh, when I lived over there. When we came back here, it was a little bit too cold, it felt like, and they weren't really making women wetsuits back then. So mostly I just enjoyed photographing my husband when he would go surfing. But after a couple of years, he was like, Lex, you've got to get out there and start bodyboarding like you were doing in Hawaii. And with that, I got an impetus of wanting to get a suit and a board and then started kind of learning on my own, kind of the... Um, you know, hard luck story. You just go out and you get beat up a little bit and you try to figure it out. And he tells me how to avoid the rip currents and you just kind of learn. There wasn't any instruction being given back then. So you pretty much just had to go out and be courageous and try to learn on smaller days. And what did you love about it? Um, I always love the adventure of it. It's really fun. It's in the moment when you're out there. You feel like you're kind of part of the wave and there's always these lessons that you're learning when you're in the ocean. Um, Hopefully positive ones. And even if you get kind of uh, held under or something or a little bit unnerved a little bit. Hopefully you learned a little bit from that. And next time you go out, you're feeling a little bit more empowered from whatever experience that it's offered to you. Um, it's that deep connection with nature, too, that I've always enjoyed. And I also forgot to say that you are a certified yoga teacher. You mm-hmm. teach at um, the Seaside Yoga Studio, mm-hmm. and you're also a mindfulness teacher, and you bring yoga and mindfulness to surfing. Uh-huh, yeah. And we actually, in all of our camp events, day camps, surf weekenders, there's always a mindfulness yoga practice that we do on the beach. It's really lovely. Um, all of us are in a circle, so it's a very circular kind of connective kind of teaching. Um, and being on the beach there with the seagulls and the wind and the smell of the ocean, it has a very presentness to it. 
And I get really wonderful feedback from women and how it kind of soothes them a little bit before they get into the water and the waves. Um, you know, a lot of times they're coming down from Portland or Seattle or they've driven some distance to get to a camp. And you kind of want to quell their nervousness or uh, a little bit of fear that might be, they might be having about getting in the ocean. And so I found that the practice there on the beach in the mornings before we do the skill building on the beach and then the coaching in the water really helps them to really feel connected and uh, relaxed and ready to do it. Well, I have to say that I went to one of your one-day women's surf camps many years ago, <laughs> eons ago, I think, and um, and I felt supported. I felt safe, and I mean, your instructors—it's all about safety and about enjoyment. Mm-hmm. And then we're, I'm really excited. The last three summers, we've gone all female coaching now. So there's seven women that I contract out with to coach in our different events. Um, and there's just something really unique about having women teaching women. Um, it's really empowering. I think I get so much wonderful feedback from ladies about it, saying that, wow, more programs should be like all women teaching. And all of my instructors and myself share this one common denominator that we're all passionate about surfing, but we're all really wonderful teachers in our own respect. They all come from careers in teaching, from elementary school to snowboard instruction at Mount Hood to speech pathology, uh, massage. I mean, they all come from this kind of teaching love that they have. And when they bring that with their shared love for surfing, it's just an amazing kind of combination of energies that comes together. Well, you have really grown um, the, uh, you know, this sport of, you know, for women to surf on the North Coast. I mean, you're well known now throughout the North Coast. Um, for a, for your surf camps. And you have a whole lot of other offerings, though, right now, because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you've been established for now 15 years, right? This is your 15th season. Yeah, 15th summer. We started in 2005, and it's hard. I was just reflecting on this the other day, that our first summer, we just had three-day camps. And so some of the offerings, and it's, it's we offer a lot of different ways that people can learn surfing and now bodyboarding. It's because everybody has a little different desire or maybe amount of um, budget that they might have for it, or maybe it's time in their life that they can dedicate to it. So for example, um, this summer, one of the two new events that we're doing is the co-ed bodyboarding women's day camp. That's in July, July 27th. That's for 12 women to come. I've got two really wonderful new coaches that uh, do that bodyboarding experience with me. So that's for the women that want to do a full day camp immersion. Then our most popular event has always been the Women's Surf Weekenders. We have three of those this summer, July, August, and September. And there's still space in all three right now. And that's when you want to really immerse yourself yourself in two full days, you're probably a woman or a teen girl that really wants to learn to surf. You know, I mean, you know that you want to. It's not about just sampling the water. You're like, I know I want to do this, right? So that's become our most popular event. Um, then to get the co-ed aspect in for teenagers, adults, and men and women, we do the co-ed bodyboarding clinics. They'll be... Um, well, explain bodyboarding. Oh, sure. Some people may not know what bodyboarding is. Yeah, so we just uh, started that last summer. So bodyboarding gets confused many times with what probably people locally would think of as a boogie board. So you may have over the years as a child had those really bendable kind of foam boards that you can buy for about 15 bucks at the store. Um, those are boogie boards. Bodyboard is actually a, has a core construction that's more designed to be able to ride waves with. And when you're on a bodyboard, you're prone catching waves and dropping in, but you also have a state-of-the-art swim fins on. So it's the combination of the fins helping to direct on the wave, and you've got this prone board. So for it's really thrilling. For the first six years that I ever served, that's what I did exclusively. I didn't 
really have any interest in going into surfing on a board. I loved bodyboarding, and, and that was kind of the rage back then in the mid-'80s into the 90s. A lot of women were picking up that sport, especially on the North Shore. Um, so that's how I got kind of drawn to it. Um, but for a lot of people, surfing has a very high level of physicality, and um, you know maybe you don't have that physicalness that you may need to just start off. And I always say, if you're feeling like, I just want to really understand the ocean and learn it, get my confidence up in the currents and such, I would definitely advocate for starting off with bodyboarding, even if it's just for a summer or two, and then you know, um, then transition over to surfing. It's going to be a much easier curve, learning curve, than if you've had no ocean experience and then you come to surfing. Um, it's much more difficult to learn. If you've had no ocean experience, you've never bodyboarded before, uh, it's a lot harder to take that all in. Uh, my experience was I had six years of bodyboarding before I ever surfed on a surfboard, and it was much smoother transition, much easier to make that transition because you've built so much of your confidence and your skills and your strength up bodyboarding first, and it's much easier then to pop up and ride a, a board on a wave. And bodyboarding is accessible to so many more uh, people, I mean, mm-hmm. because it's just so much easier. I mean, you're essentially, you're just, you're on a bodyboard, you're, you're, you're lying down, and you're mm-hmm. just playing with the waves. Mm-hmm. You're just, you're just... Yeah, so we start off in the white water with them, but all, all the ones we did last summer, we did four last summer, and all of them we were able to take the students after they got a little practice on the inside, put their swim fins on, and we all kicked out as a group, and they started actually dropping in on waves, which is the thrill of the the thrill of the century when you've never been in the ocean before. We had um, last summer probably six people that were in their 60s that came, a couple wives and husbands that live here on the coast, and they have always been drawn to the ocean but knew that surfing maybe was a little bit too difficult for them to take on at their age they're back like they just love it they went out and bought the gear then that same day from the shop and they're like oh my gosh this is what we're all about we're going to be bodyboarding um so it's really fun yeah and that's it it's for all ages because you have things for children as well mm-hmm. so about uh four years ago i started noticing i had a lot of little protégés that would come along and every summer they'd come back wanting more and more coaching so i had so much fun teaching little kids like ages six to ten that i thought you know we should be offering something for just a little group of kids to learn in but But before I went into offering that, I really wanted to make it super safe. And um, too many times I've observed little kids learning um, in not very safe situations. So they're, for an example, they're being taught on a fiberglass board with a very hard... uh, sharp fin many times, and the child's not wearing a helmet. Um, so there's a lot of things that are pretty dangerous if you're trying to teach little kids on uh, adult-style boards, right? So I invested in a whole quiver of boards that are very lightweight. They're made out of that same material that a boogie board is. They have very soft, flexible fins. All the kids wear little gas surf helmets, and they wear their full wetsuits. So it's really, really, really safe. But the, one of the criteria they do have to have is they have to be a strong little swimmer because we're not going to take them out in the ocean if they they haven't got their swimming skills up. So if that's resonating with you as a parent right now and you have kids out there that want to do it, but their skills aren't up with swimming yet, I would really highly recommend going to the Astoria Pool or the Seaside Pool and getting their skills up this summer and then coming back next summer and getting them in the co-ed group little kid lessons. Those are for ages 6 to 10. Um, and there's and a lot of times parents want to have them in multiple lessons and there's a pretty substantial discount if when they're online registering. If they book more than three lessons, it's 15% off so it there's an advantage there too if they want to do one each month for their kids or something like that well i think kids love to play in the ocean i love the fact that you are um you're all about safety and you're mm-hmm. all about making this a an experience that um feels good and that 
you know, empowers young people and mm-hmm. women. Yeah, it's like one of the things that I notice most is when I'm doing these lessons in camp, so many people have never understood what a riptide is and understand rip currents. And it's really critical that they understand that before they start using um, this Pacific playground as a place to go out and recreate. You know, that's like number one priority is that they understand that. Most of the Oregon's beaches do not have lifeguard service. Seaside does during Memorial Day till Labor Day. Cannon Beach does too, but it's limited hours even that they're on the beaches. And so it's really important before you enter into surfing or bodyboarding, you've got an understanding of kind of when to go. When is it good for you to be going out? So a vital part of what I'm teaching them is a thing we call the recipe for a perfect wave. And that's the opportunity before they ever get in the ocean to understand how the winds, the tides, the swell all comes together like a recipe recipe that can make it a really great day for them to learn as a beginner, or it might be a day that they sit out on the beach and watch the surfing or bodyboarding um, because maybe the what the ocean's creating that day is a little bit too advanced for their own uh, skill level. So it's really important that they understand that too. So between the riptides, understanding the recipe, um, and, and always having a tide book, of course, so they know what's happening with our tides here, um, that's really important before you ever put a wetsuit on and go out and start playing in the waves. And you, your instructors... Um, provide uh, you provide all the equipment. You provide the the surfboards, the bodyboards. Um, the wetsuits, everything. Yeah, we've got a wonderful partner, Clean Line Surf Shop. Uh, shout out to El Jefe Josh down there. Um, just want to say that they've been for 15 years our rental partners, and so we bring all the groups in. And they have a wonderful informed staff down there that they set everybody up with their wetsuit gear. We get them on to the right boards that they need for their session with us. Um, and they've just been a wonderful uh, rental surfing partnership that we've had over these last 15 years. You know, I think that everybody at some point, maybe not everybody, but I think that many people who live near the ocean um, have this secret desire to be able to surf or to bodyboard or to interact with the ocean in some way rather than just looking at it. Mm-hmm. Because when you're in it, it is a completely different feeling. Mm-hmm. And um, But maybe they're intimidated. Mm-hmm. And so, again, having experts um, mm-hmm. who are um, intuitive, aware, have all the experience that you have. I mean, mm-hmm. you surf all over the world. You just mm-hmm. actually got back from uh, from Mexico. Yeah, I was just down in Nayarit. We uh, explored, my girlfriend and I explored Punta Demita, Sayulita, uh, went out on the Las Marietas Islands is how to blast down there. And in fact, I think um, it inspired me so much for the amount of fun we had in such a short period of time. We were only down there for a week, um, but it felt like two weeks because it was just, we were just immersing ourselves in fun adventures every day. Um, so I think in 2020, I'm actually doing the groundwork now to bring back our week retreat program. Um, and I think that's where we're going to be bringing it back to next spring. But being in the ocean is such a unique experience for us as human beings. It allows us to connect on a much deeper level with something that is so um, it's visceral when you're out there. You feel it. Um, you're aware of everything. It's it, Myself as a mindfulness yoga coach, it's the closest thing I can get to the kind of meditation that I do or in my yoga practices when I'm surfing. Um, they're both ancient practices and, of mindfulness, if you really think about it. Hawaiiana that came from Polynesia and the whole surfing. You can't be out surfing and be thinking about where else you need to be. It's just part of being a surfer. You, When you're in the ocean and you paddle out, you have to be present. And that's really the same way with yoga. You know, if you're on your mat and you're practicing asana or pranayama or meditation, you can't be distracted. And so I think... What I'm really loving about it, as, as I've been going along over all these years, is that it allows people to touch back into how it feels to be present. And uh, there's so much distraction now in our world. It's so hard sometimes to just come back to that place where you really feel like you're in the now. Surfing, bodyboarding, yoga, 
keeps you in the now. And so it makes your life a lot richer, I think. And it rejuvenates your spirit mm-hmm. because we're all, we, we all have way too much information coming at us from mm-hmm. every angle. We're distracted. We're frustrated. We don't, but when you're really able to engage deeply um, in one activity, mm-hmm. um, and especially being um, in, the, in the natural world um, mm-hmm. and in the Pacific Ocean. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to Talk of Our Towns, and I'm your host, Donna Quinn. And today, I'm talking with Lexi Hallahan. Lexi is the founder and director of Northwest Women's Surf Camps. She's also a certified yoga teacher and a mindfulness teacher. Um, and she has camps. She has workshops. She has, um, I mean, you have a huge offering. And let's give people your website so they can oh, go great. there because you people need to sign up because your classes fill up because mm-hmm. you have people coming from um, Portland and Seattle and local people all up and down the North Coast, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So our website is NW, like Northwest, Women's surfcamps.com so women and camps are both plural and if you go there this Friday I'm going to have everything updated for the summer so any dates that I still have available especially for custom events and what I mean by that is like family reunions maybe you're doing one in July or August with your family and you want to do something fun and adventurous you want to do a group lesson um, those dates will be up so you'll be able to see what's still open for those sometimes we've got um, birthday parties girlfriend getaways are really popular with women you know maybe they're girlfriends are all over the northwest and so once a year they like to come together for a weekend and have an amazing girlfriend getaway all those types of things you really want to look at those dates this friday and see if any of those will fit in um so because those need a little bit of head start and i also have to line up coaches for those additional dates and stuff um, but if you go there to our homepage, you'll see a menu there and it'll have all of these things on it the little kids co-ed group surf lessons the co-ed bodyboarding clinics women's surf weekenders the day camps including the bodyboard day camp for women and then of course our co-ed group surf lessons Saturdays so when you go on the menu you can kind of click through and check them all out there's a lot of amazing um, photographs up I love to do water photography in these events so I always capture those moments when people are coming out and they just got their first wave and they're just elated and they're just overjoyed that they actually stuck their stance and they caught a wave in um, so you can just kind of see in the people's faces when you're on our site what what you're going to uh, be expecting that you're going to be experiencing because from the little kids on the site to the older people doing the bodyboard camps with us now and stuff. Um, I think their faces uh, share with everybody what's happening in the moment out there. <laughs> right. I think you're in the business of joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're in the business of education <laughs> about the ocean mm-hmm. and about safety in the ocean and how to have a fun adventure mm-hmm. in what you call the Pacific Playground. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you also do private coaching mm-hmm. lessons. Yeah. A lot of times students have come through maybe a couple of events over a couple summers and they hit a place where they're kind of plateauing and they feel like, I want to be able now to paddle to the outside and start learning and how to what the surf etiquette is out there, how to pay attention to where people are positioned on waves, learning how to drop in on a wave. So we do coaching too. Um, again, when they look on after Friday, they'll be able to see what dates are open and they can plan uh, private coaching on those dates also. I love this idea that you've added the bodyboarding, though, because I think, again, you're going to reach a much wider audience mm-hmm. because some people just say, oh, surfing, that's for all these young people. But, you know, people in their 60s, 70s, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I you read these stories about the 90-year-old the surfer who's still doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. and uh, But the bodyboarding, what a great way to just have a fun interaction mm-hmm. with, the, with the ocean. Yeah, and so already this summer, and this is last summer was the first summer that we've actually did this. Um, I've already had people this summer, parents with younger kids who want 
want to get their kids out there, but they're a little bit like, I don't know about bringing my son out yet on a surfboard. So the bodyboard's a great way for them to get into it. And again, like I said, a lot of times people just want to experience the waves and that action and the fun of the ocean. Um, and bodyboarding's a great way to do that. You don't have to kick out to the outside break where we're, we're dropping in, but everybody last summer, even the older students that we had, all were like, let's do this. <laughs> it's like, okay, let's get our fins on and head out. So once they dropped into their first wave, it was just, they're like a kid again. It takes 30 years off your life, the first wave that you drop in on. It's magic. It it's really magic. does. <laughs> and, and talk to us a little bit about Cape Falcon Marine Reserve. Oh, yeah. So I got the opportunity last spring, was invited to come with a group of environmentalists and conservationists to go out on the Garibaldi Charter. And they took us out to teach us about the new uh, marine reserves that are along the Oregon coast. So Cape Falcon Marine Reserve, which is from Neocony Mountain up to the south end of Arch Cape, that area, if you go out um, in from the ocean out about three miles, is now a marine reserve. It's the youngest marine reserve on our Oregon coast. I think it was about six, seven years ago when they got that permission to make that a marine reserve. So what I've decided is it's a really important aspect for people to understand their sense of place. So for every lesson that we give on the cliff there at Short Sands, um, we always talk about, I always share with everybody about the marine reserve, all the uh, unique uh, species that are out there in the ocean that many times you can't see because there's not a lot of snorkeling or diving that happens there. So you may not be aware that there's the giant white plumed anemone or the black Pacific rockfish or lingcod. You don't even, not aware of all these uh, octopus that it's out there and different things. So um, so it's really an opportunity to kind of give that sense of place when we're on the cliff there. And they're already learning about all of the tides and the wind and the swell. And I'm teaching them about rip currents. So it's just a really cool piece that we can add, an educational piece. And it really engages families. So when families are doing lessons with us and they've got little kids, a lot of times I'll have the mom say, I don't know if the kids are going to pay attention when you're going over all the recipe. I'm like, I'll get their attention. Because as soon as we start talking about and bring out pictures of all the cool species that are in the water, uh, kids get pretty engaged when they see that all that life is out there where they're about to surf or go bodyboarding. Yes, it is a different world for sure. And you teach in Seaside and at Oswald West. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are kind of our two favorite places. Every once in a great while, there's a sandbar that we'll set up somewhere. And if I've got a custom event and I can pull it off, we'll do a diff different little sandbar. But uh, Oswald West is such a premier place for uh, learning to surf. It's very protected from the northwest prevailing winds that we get in the summer. So if you're on Seaside's beaches and we get high northwest winds, you're kind of being blown, blown away there on the beach. But if you go down to Oswald, Oswald West State Park, it's got those natural protections with the headlands. Um, and it just makes it much, much more safer and conducive to teach there. It's all sandbar. So there's no reef or rock that people have to worry about that they're trying to surf over the top of. Um, so it's just a really wonderful place to teach. Um, so that's what kind of why I go there so much in the summer. It's a little bit of a schlep going in and out because it's about a quarter of a mile down to the beach. But we tag team up with the boards. Everybody has their backpack with their gear on. We make it pretty easy for them to get the gear up and down the trail. Yeah, that's what I did several years ago. Mm -hmm. And it was yeah. wonderful. It yeah. was an incredible experience mm -hmm. and gave me a new appreciation mm -hmm. for, um, for our coast. Mm -hmm. um, and over the years... How do you think? Um, how, how have things changed for you in this in this business? I mean, there are more. You, I think you said that there are more women surfing now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how it's changed. Wow. So I would say over the last ten years, we pretty much went from very few women that were out surfing. 
Now, typically on a summer day down at Short Sands, over a, of a period of a day, you'll probably see about 25% of the people out in the water are women surfing or bodyboarding. Uh, so that's just a huge change in less than 10 years that we've seen. When I was just down in Nayarit, uh, Mexico, and we were out surfing a couple of spots down there, there was times when it was 50% of the uh, surfers out in the water were women. At one moment, I turned to my girlfriend. I said, I think this is a first. Look around. There's more women surfing right now than men out here. So that was kind of my vision initially when I started this. You know, 16 years ago was to try to figure out why more women weren't taking advantage of the ocean here and to help them get out there and experience it. Because I had been doing that for many years before that and kept seeing that this was there was some resistance to it. And the part that I saw was missing was the surf instruction part of it. Really getting exceptional women coaching women is what has really changed, I think, um, and moved women into feeling like it's accessible. It's something they can get out and do with their friends. They feel supported by us. They feel nurtured by us. Um, there's always a little bit of fear when you're going into an environment you're not familiar with and you know so you know you got to have people that are encouraging you and helping to let you go it's okay just take it baby steps you know we don't have to do we don't need to paddle right to the outside on your first lesson we can totally work the white water and get you really comfortable with your equipment and make sure you're feeling comfortable before you take the next skill set so i know i i love the when i did the class where we we sat on our surfboards before we ever went into the water and we made a connection with that piece of equipment and uh, and and it was and there was that mindfulness and I think that's so vital mm-hmm. because yeah. there are I'm sure it does kind of make you um, quake a bit when you see people just running out into the ocean maybe without their awareness and again that's why the safety factor is so crucial and you feel like you're in such good hands with yeah. your instructors. Well I would feel that way like I've never rock climbed but if I was rock climbing I would definitely want probably a woman rock climber who is willing to be where I'm at in my fear level as I would be assaulting some you know rock face right so it's the same with surfing you know you're going into a completely different for many people very foreign environment because the ocean's cold here I'm always amazed at how many people who've lived on the Oregon coast have never been in the ocean, you know. And so it's like the coldness of the water many times keeps people from going out there. So once they know they can be warm, they've got flotation a little bit with their wetsuit, they're going to be comfortable and warm. Once we teach them how to hold on to their boards and they understand the idea of spacing between your students so that they don't have to worry about another person's board hitting them, you just have to gradually kind of take away all those things that makes people feel a little fearful and then just really support them. We spend quite a bit of time on the beach in our camp program especially just working those 12 essential skills we want to make sure everybody really feels like they've got them on the board on the sand on the beach before they ever enter the water and that extra time that we spend with them there uh, really helps to decrease their sense of fear makes them feel more empowered with their skills um, and it also allows them to connect much closer with their coaches so there's a trust that comes with it too you know if i was going to go with a rock climber guide or something up like that, I would want to feel trust with that rock climber. They were going to leave me hanging on a rock face somewhere. So we have to develop that on the beach first with them. And then when they go out in the water with their coach, um, we teach a very close ratio of four to one. Um, so it really allows the students to feel like they've, they've got that close ratio going on. Well, you nurture people as they begin this new activity. as they And whether they just want to do it for a day or whether it becomes something that they want to do for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, we just have a few minutes left, Lexi. And so I want to give you an opportunity to talk about anything we maybe haven't talked about yet. 
Well, I think I just wanted to re- re- uh, reiterate that if you're looking at doing those custom offerings that we do, the family reunions, getaways, company events with your coworkers, uh, check out on Friday. Uh, check out the calendar on our site. Those will show you the dates that are still open, things that have been filling up, especially for June and July. Uh, so just want to give you guys a heads up on that. And I also just wanted to kind of plant a seed for any intermediate women surfers that are out there. Next spring, I'm really seriously putting the footwork down to bringing that uh, Sayulita Punta Damita retreat. It'll be a week retreat for intermediate women surfers. And so if you're interested, uh, email or give me a call. My phone number is 503-440-5782. Again, our website is nwwomensurfcamps.com. And you can also email me. My email is there on the website. But it's been such a joy to see you again. It's been a couple of years, Donna. So it's I'm been glad several, I, I yes, was it able has. to come it's back. Been too long, <laughs> indeed. And any last thing that you want to tell people about um, Taking that, uh, we, we need to be courageous in our lives and take a risk because then that's when transcendence can happen. And you mm-hmm. use that word transcendence, mm-hmm. that having an experience with the ocean can be a transcendent one. Do you want to just visit that just sure. for briefly? Yeah. So our, our mantra is empowerment, connection, and transformation. After about three years, I started realizing this was the big medicine that was coming out of the experience. My husband calls it big medicine. Every time I come home from an event or group lesson, he always asks me, how was the big medicine? And so what I feel feeling that is this transformation that happens when a woman or a student, a guy, a kid starts understanding the skills, knows that they can feel confident in the ocean. It naturally gives you this empowered feeling, but it can also create a great sense of transformation. Over the years, I've had many students over the years share with me experiences that were changed from that surfing experience, meaning, for example, they went back to work and realized that that is a dead-end job and they're done with it. Or maybe they were in a relationship that really wasn't loving and supportive, and they just to make a decision. So that's what I mean by transformation. There's just something very unique about the ocean. allows you to experience that on a deeper level. Well, you are radiant, and clearly it's um, it's big medicine for you. Mm-hmm. And thank you for offering safety and joy and yoga and surfing and bodyboarding through women's uh, Northwest Women's Surf Camps. Oh, well, I'm so glad to do that. I hope everybody will visit the site and check out one of the venues that might fit your purpose. Absolutely, or create a custom event for mm-hmm. your family, uh, your, your, your friends. Um, you can do something like that, too. Thank you so much, Thank Lexi. You. I'll see you out there in okay. the water. And um, I want to express my gratitude to Brian Bovenizer today. Uh, for helping with the engineering and also my gratitude to local talented banjo instructor Michael Bruin for his original theme music for this program. Until next week, find a moment for yourself. In fact, right now, take the moment right now to take a deep breath. Mm, It's so good for body, mind, and spirit. Mm -hmm. And then with gratitude, focus on the things that are going well in your life. There will always be those things that don't go well. And yet there are things that are and so with gratitude focus on those and then give yourself a loving and compassionate hug or a pat on the back for being uniquely you for doing the best you can and for being here now in this moment the only moment that exists on the amazing planet we call earth